Hello. Welcome to episode 58 of Third Heaven Authority Podcast. I'm Mike Thompson. You know, today I want to talk to you about angels. I want to connect them with spiritual warfare, with the authority that we have. But before I do, remember that angels have different assignments. There are worshiping angels. Worshiping angels help us a lot. They teach us how to worship. They draw us into the glory of God. You can hear them worshiping around the throne of Jesus. I've heard that when I was in third heaven. There are also messenger angels. And those angels are the ones that speak to us. They help the Holy Spirit in transmitting revelation, understanding, and insight into our hearts. Many times when we say, God told me, or the Holy Spirit just whispered in my ear, that it actually was an angel. It doesn't matter whether you attribute it to the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, an angel. The message is from God, and so receive it as such, and that's wonderful. There are also living creatures that are before the throne of God, worshiping Him, but there's also those angels that we call warrior angels, the angels that are actually involved in the spiritual warfare. They help and they back up the messenger angels and the worshiping angels. They all operate in conjunction, dovetail, and work together. I think it's an imperative for all of us born-again, spirit-filled people to understand the operation of angels, or to at least put faith in their existence and what they're doing for us. It's very important because they're moving behind the scenes. They're working in a way to enforce not only God's will, but to enforce our authority. I'm going to read a couple of scriptures to you from the 10th chapter of Daniel. And as I do, just listen to these, and I'll kind of develop my thoughts because I really sense a victory in the Spirit. I sense this form of victory that's coming to us on a national scale in America, but also to the body of Christ and its purposes in going forth in the cause of Christ, because Jesus is revealing himself very strongly, strong in the earth, but also in the lives of those who have chosen to accept him as their Lord and Savior. That includes you. That means you. Did you know that angels are there working in your behalf? They're ministering to you. They're strengthening you. They're encouraging you. There are healing angels, yes, that actually bring healing to your physical body. Encouraging angels that bring peace and comfort and boldness to your mind. They're working for you. So there's that sense of victory in the Spirit. Let's go to Daniel 10, and I'll share what I mean. I'm going to read this passage, verse 10 through 21, in three segments. The opening segment is to talk about what the angels were doing for Daniel, and then to apply that to our own specific lives. Daniel 10, 10. Suddenly, a hand touched me which made me tremble on my knees and on the palms of my hand. Now, this was an angel that appeared to Daniel. Why? Because Daniel had been praying for quite some time for his people, the Jewish people, to be delivered from Babylon and to return back to Jerusalem. 
And eventually that happened. There was the rebuilding of uh, Jerusalem, the temple, the walls, uh, the dwelling places, and the people were released. But Daniel and the Jews were still in Babylon at this particular time. Verse 11, And he, referring to the angel, said to me, O Daniel, man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright, for I have now been sent to you. While he was speaking this word to me, I stood trembling. It's amazing to me when I look at Scripture in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, you'll find similar accounts, um, such as in the Acts of the Apostles or in the Revelation, where when angels came, they lifted them up. You don't worship angels. We all know that. We worship the Lord God. But the angels strengthen us, and they want us to stand in the presence of God, because that represents the authority. That represents who we've been created to be in New Testament times now as heavenly creations, third heaven creations before the Lord Jesus Christ. We are new creations. Spiritually speaking, our hearts are born again. We are transformed into the image of that new creation that Jesus himself had been raised from the dead to create. We are a new species of being. We are not like those in the Old Testament because Jesus hadn't died on the cross yet. We are those who, after Jesus was raised from the dead, the Bible says that he became the firstborn of many brethren. Those many brethren that followed Jesus are all of the saints who spiritually, when they accept Christ, the Holy Spirit comes to the inside of them, and they are regenerated, and that inner spiritual being is a new creation. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things have now become new in him. So we stand upright before God and before the presence of these angels. And then in verse 12 it said, He said to me, do not fear. Remember, it's very important to not be afraid of angelic encounters or any kind of supernatural godly encounter. We do not even fear demonic spirits, but we are concerned about any kind of deception that they may bring, and we use authority against them. Do not fear Daniel. For from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come because of your words. So the angel was telling Daniel that God heard him right up front. And that's important for us. I realize that we're in New Testament times. And so there is that difference in the sense that we are new creations, sons and daughters of the living God, and that we have the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ in a form that even Daniel did not have as a prophet of God under the Old Covenant. But nonetheless, the principles here apply to New Testament time. And he said, your words were heard from the moment that you prayed. A lot of times we have this tendency to think that what we have to do is somehow figure out how to get God to hear us. If we change our heart, if we change our behavior, 
if we bombard the gates of heaven or we plead or it's on a good day where we haven't accidentally done something stupid like say a curse word uh, or get angry with someone. We have this tendency to think that by getting ourselves in the natural realm into a right place before God, that that will somehow make him hear us if he's in a good mood that day and if he happens to be looking our way. I want you to know that the Scripture declares that you are born of the Spirit. God always hears every believer. He hears you. He hears your words. Your words are there. Faith-filled words have great impact in the Spirit and particularly words that are born of authority. Authority is not just gritting your teeth, becoming Holy Ghost bold, and yelling at the devil. Authority is the release of all the spiritual empowerment that the Holy Spirit has placed within our heart. That release will sometimes come in binding the enemy. It'll also come through the creative ability of loving others or preaching the gospel, doing the creative acts of the kingdom of God. Authority is in all of those because we stand in that place before God. Therefore, we stand before the angels. And he said, the words were heard. God hears you. The angels hear you. They are listening. The Holy Spirit on the inside of you is God. He obviously hears everything that you say. Then he said, from the moment that you began to speak, your words were heard. Now, I have come because of your words. In other words, the angels respond to the words of God. We respond to the words of God. We respond to the voice of the Spirit. We respond to even angels that are speaking to us and bringing revelation and messages from heaven itself. We respond to those things. And then in our authority, we begin to pray, speak, act, believe. As we do, that empowers those angels to act. You've heard me share the testimony of how in 2013, that Michael visited me during my prayer time. And I found myself in the spirit and lifted high above the continental United States. And as I was looking down, I saw this swirling mass of rainbow colors that was lowering over the continental United States. And Michael began to talk to me and I recognized because of scripture and the spirit within that it was an actual glory of God, rainbow glory of God, the same kind of rainbow colors that were over the throne. And that represented the will of God on earth, the covenant of God, and the relationship of Jesus with his people, but from a judging position, a ruling position in heaven. And I saw these fireballs that were coming diagonally down and they were warrior angels. What were they after? Well, as this swirling mass of rainbow colors was lowering to the United States, referring to God had a new work and a new move of God to happen here, that there were these strongholds that were attempting to hold it up. They were demonic in origin. 
So those fireballs hit those and began to tear them down. And as they tore them down, new ones would come and try to replace them and keep God's purposes from reaching America. Well, they couldn't. It kept lowering and lowering and lowering. And since that time, the Lord has shown me how that has hit in just the last couple of years in a full measure. And you're going to watch this thing take off. I mean, we're in a move of the Holy Spirit, an outpouring of God. But here's what happened. I turned to Michael and I asked him, you angels are from God. God is so much bigger than the devil. How come when you tear a stronghold down, it doesn't remain torn down? Why do the demonic spirits then have an ability to try to rebuild? And he said, because of the mouths of men. Because of the hearts and the mouths of men, they empower those demonic spirits to do their work. And he said, likewise, we need, talking about the angels, people who are born again, spirit-filled, faith-filled, to speak words of authority, give the commands of God to empower us to do the work of God in America. So they respond to our authority. The Scripture declares that they hearken to the voice of God. But one of the things that God showed me in one of the encounters I had with him in third heaven is that they hearken to the voice and the word and the counsel of God when it comes out of our hearts and mouths. So we empower. They enforce our authority as we are enforcing God's authority. Wow, praise God. So he said, because I have, I have come because of your words. 13. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. And behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me. For I have been left alone there with the king of Persia. So in other words, there was a ruling prince talking about a demonic entity over Persia. Uh, that was the country. That was the government at that particular time. And so that ruling prince was operating in conjunction with the king of Persia. So in order for the kingdom to change, that king to be removed, for the nation to then become a different nation, the spiritual head had to be dealt with. And he was confronting this messenger angel that had come to speak to Daniel. Now, this whole process took a number of days. He said 21 days I've been trying to get through. So there is warfare in the heavenly structure, in the spiritual atmosphere. Now, I want you to know that even though there are time elements sometimes that are involved in the natural realm and how these things work and the ebbs and flows, that we have the authority over all the power of the enemy and that because of that, the angels are stronger than, and they have the ability to enforce that authority over all the power of the enemy here in New Testament times. But still sometimes there's a struggle, there's a warfare. There are changes that need to take place. Now, he switches, and he starts talking to 
Daniel here in, the, in this particular chapter with verse 14. He says, Now I have come to make you understand what will happen to your people in the latter days. For the vision refers to many days yet to come. So this messenger angel now is bringing the message of God. When he had spoken such words to me, I turned my face toward the ground and became speechless. And suddenly, one having the likeness of the sons of men touched my lips, talking about an angel. Then I opened my mouth and spoke, saying to him who had stood before me, My Lord, because of the vision, my sorrows have overwhelmed me, and I retain no strength. So the angel touched his lips. I've had that encounter once that I'm aware of. In third heaven, an angel walked over to me and touched my lips with something warm. I didn't see what it was he had in his hand, but as he touched my lips, there was a warmth, like warm honey that went into my mouth and down into my belly. And it just emboldened me and, and caused me to just rise up in revelation and the authority of God. The second thing here is that the angel strengthened him. Verse 17, For how can this servant of my Lord talk with you, my Lord? As for me, no strength remains in me now, nor is any breath left in me. Then again, the one having the likeness of a man touched me and strengthened me. Angels have the ability to strengthen you. They strengthened Jesus when he was in the garden. They strengthened him so that he could endure his mission of going to the cross for us. Jesus even said in that position that he had the ability, the authority to call 12 legions of angels to come and help him. Now, he knew he didn't want to go that route because his entire mission was to die and be raised from the dead. But facing that, the great trauma and tribulation stuff that was upon him, he had to deal with the flesh part of himself as well as to operate from the God part of himself. And so the temptation was to call 12 legions of angels, just come down and, man, wacko. What that tells me is not only the authority that he had, and he has passed that authority on to us now as new creations, but that angels have the ability to save us, not only in the spiritual realm, provide protection and comfort and do warfare for us, but even in a way that changes the natural realm entirely. So remember that. God wants to protect you. Verse 19, And he said, O man greatly beloved, fear not, peace be to you. Be strong, yes, be strong. So when he had spoken to me, I was strengthened and said, Let my Lord speak, for you have strengthened me. The angels always want to make you strong, not weak. Humility before God is when we are completely yielded to the awesomeness of God and what he wants to pour out in our lives. But he wants us to be strong in him. Now that leads me to the third section. Verse 20, Then he said, do you know why I have come to you? And now I must return to fight with the prince of Persia. When I have gone forth, indeed, the prince of Greece will come. Because the 
nations in the natural realm of Greece replaced Persia during that time because of the replacing of the spiritual demonic heads that were over them and the warfare that was going on in order to set this whole situation up for Daniel's prayers to come to pass. Verse 21, But I will tell you what is noted in the Scripture of Truth. No one upholds me against these except Michael, your prince. In other words, messenger angels, worshiping angels, strengthening angels, healing angels, all of the different angels that are there also work in conjunction with the protective power of the warrior angels. Michael, the chief prince, the prince of Israel, not only in the natural realm, but the prince of Israel, spiritual Israel, the body of Christ. So those angels are there. They operate with our authority, under our authority, in conjunction with and in response to our authority, even if we don't see them. Now, I have literally seen, I don't even know, hundreds of angels. Uh, the Archangel Michael has appeared to me, I think it's been six times uh, since 2012, so 10 years. But I have seen many, many angels. And those angels have done many different things. I have, in services, been preaching and watched angels come in and touch people. It's really interesting in the spiritual realm. I don't know why God opens my eyes, but it's so that I will know and know what's going on, but also so that I can relate these things to you and encourage your heart about it. I have watched where an angel came in and then touched somebody and they began to weep because something was happening in their heart. There was a healing. There was a revelation. I have watched when somebody had their Bibles open and they were reading along with me and an angel came over and whispered in their ear and then all of a sudden they got excited like they just understood something from the scripture and maybe turned to the person next to them and pointed at their Bible and, and began to talk. Now, I couldn't hear what they were saying because I'm in the middle of my sermon. I have seen angels touch people and they were healed instantly. Those kind of things are real. But even though I have seen that, I have not seen with my spiritual or physical eyes, the literal, I'm going to say, millions of times that angels have been at work for me and for those I was ministering to, family members, because they're behind the scenes working. It is so important for us to understand that operation. I really want to encourage you today is that if you would just, for a moment, actually for the rest of your life, just accept the fact that God's angels are working in your behalf. If you give the command of faith, if you pray with authority, you give decrees, you prophesy, those angels are responding to that. Why in the world would we sit back then and just say, well, nothing's happening? I don't see anything happening in the natural realm. Well, you don't see what's happening in the spiritual realm either unless God opens your eyes to it. But you, by faith, 
can accept the fact that they are moving in your behalf. The angels are enforcing your authority. They are standing against demonic entities. They are driving out demonic influences. They are bringing revelation to you. They are helping to work uh, and orchestrate and line up circumstances so that there's divine encounters that they prepared before you where you're going to meet somebody tomorrow you would have never met and it'll open up a whole new realm of blessing in your life if the angels had not been there to orchestrate that. They are working for you. Use them. What do I mean by use them? I mean Take advantage of what God has given to you. Speak in authority and let them do their job. Don't tie their hands behind their back. They cannot respond to doubt and unbelief. Keep the word of God and the word of faith and authority in your mouth. Lord God, I pray for each and every person that is listening to this podcast. I pray right now that the Holy Spirit would confirm this in their hearts. In Jesus' name, release the anointing and the revelation into them, the operation of angels in their life. Lord God, move through them. And I even pray for angelic encounters. Open their eyes so that they can see, just like the prophet did for his servant. Ask the eyes to be opened so that he could see the chariots of angels around protecting them. Lord God, give my listeners a supernatural encounter that they can spiritually see angels. They can feel them in their presence. They understand the strength that comes to them and the answered prayer that happens because of the angels. In your blessed name, I pray. Amen. Join me in future podcasts by subscribing to Third Heaven Authority with Mike Thompson on your favorite podcast platform. God bless. Walk in authority.